1: What is up, possums? Welcome back to Offensive Points Podcast. I'm here with Josh. Follow him at Josh Hall STL. Billy, follow him at Ombre Vendor. And myself, Joe, follow me at OP Economist. Follow us all at Offensive Points and get on our everything semi pro fantasy. Guys, we're doing big things. uh We're going down to the Senior Bowl um, in two weeks, I guess that is. So we're going to get some good content 22, whatever whatever that was was just two weeks
2: It was two weeks two weeks
1: yeah so uh so we got some good content coming from down there um we're always working for you guys so hit us up ask us some questions we are happy to answer any questions you may have about dynasty redraft i know it's super early on that but hey we'll answer them any other sport we'll hook you up with the right person so today we are going to go over some dynasty rankings we are going to go over some dynasty uh conversations that we have um, regarding a certain websites rankings that are currently available and we are going to pay up on our shots 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 so this is the shot podcast you've all been waiting for we're gonna get a little drunk and uh, try to keep it together for you guys so josh billy what's up
0: that last part was the the strongest part we're gonna try to keep it together try to keep (laughs) it together that's all we can
2: yeah, well, some people do old takes expose they like to expose shit that they said before the season. well we and around the offensive points podcast grounds like to take shots when we're wrong because that's the kind of crazy people that we
0: are, so oh, we, we, got, we also we also own up to it that's what matters exactly.
2: The thing is is when you make a take, you, you know you can just put it out there in the atmosphere and let the people decide if it was good or not. us we're taking the punishment for being wrong like that's yeah. the thing. We're paying we, up. We, we uh, like to make each other hold each other accountable for things that are said in this podcast. So, without further ado, we want to go. Do we want to get right into it?
0: Let's do it. What are we starting with yeah. football or, okay. or, or our we're terrible gonna, bets? We're going to start with.
2: We're going to start with a shot first. All right. Okay. So, I'll. I will explain the. Uh, all three of us are going to have to take a shot in this first round. So I will explain the reason that the person has to take the shot. And then at the end, we will all three take a shot. So I'll start with Fire. myself. The shot I'm going to have to take right now is for saying Cleveland Browns. were going to have over an 11 and a half wins.
0: <laughs> I, I bet Josh
2: that that was going to happen. It did not. Um, there's really no explanation other than Baker Mayfield got hurt. The team was not as good as I thought. But I think with a healthy Baker Mayfield, it it could have maybe gotten to 12, but it didn't happen. So that will be my shot that I'm taking. Um, <clears throat> Josh, the shot you're going to have to take is for saying that Chicago was going to
0: finish higher than Minnesota in man. the division, man. And that wasn't, that wasn't far up. Minnesota didn't do that. Great. I should have, ah, damn, it was Chicago tough. could have held it together. Joe, what the hell? <laughs> Never and, bet <laughs> on the Bears. And
2: Joseph, the yes, shot sir. that you're going to have to answer for, or the, Bet that you're gonna have to answer for is more rushing yards in 2021, Justin Jackson or Larry Roundtree. And it was Justin Jackson by a landslide, which is I what Josh said. So Larry <laughs> Roundtree will be the reason you have to take your shot. I made a lot yeah. of bets. These are all I right. like my
1: Mizzou guys, man. I don't know. Cheers. Are you ready? Oh, let me crack this
0: thing. Joe's Joe <sighs> already did it. Oh, all right. fantastic.
2: All right. Cheers. Shot, 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 shot.
0: I did not trim the audio on that. It's very loud. I love it. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Okay. First
2: question. So this is from fantasypros.com. Uh, we're, we're just going to go over some dynasty questions. They have their rankings that are going through all the season and then postseason. And these are updated like as soon as they put them in there. So like literally every week they're putting them in there. So this is as of this week, January. Um, and we're just going to start from the top. Our first question, quote unquote, uh, the tight ends are currently ranked Pitts One, a wide gap, Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and then a wide gap down to five, which is Darren Waller. Uh, do we agree with this? Should we uh, do we think maybe that is wrong?
1: I agree with it. I mean, I I think Andrews should be a little bit closer to Pitts than the other two at the moment, just based on age. But when you get to Kelsey and Kittle, you get you know you get the age with them, and uh, you know Kittle's twenty eight, but with his injury history, he's up there. Kelsey's up there, and then Darren Waller is twenty nine. So I mean, in a dynasty, when you're banking on, because it's so important to have that stud tight end, I like the rankings. I, I would put Andrews up above the other guys. Right behind Pitts, but I like the. So other one. Be- before Josh answers, all here's the
2: overall where they were where they would be drafted, and so Kyle Pitts would be 16 overall, Mark Andrews 25, uh, George Kittle 32. Uh, I can't see Kelsey, but I think he's 33. He's right by, Kittle. and then all the way down is Darren Waller at 55. So. We're still talking in the first five rounds of any startup draft, but the the discrepancy between the fifth tight end being taken at 55 and the first one being taken at 16 has never been wider, and there's not one in this draft that's going to make any kind of impact that Kyle Pitts did, so looks like you're kind of straddled with tight end this season. Josh, what are your thoughts?
0: So I actually don't dislike this ranking. I like that the tight ends aren't in the top 10. I hate when they put Kelsey, even in redraft when they put him in the top 10, I get it. He's a freak. I do think Kelsey Kittle should both be higher and same with uh, Andrew should, I think actually usurp Pitts? I get the idea, especially for dynasty. Everyone wants to go young and they think the young guy is going to give him more years. The thing about Pitts is he's the only one on the team right now. And eventually there's going to be more options. So Andrews is doing it when there are quote unquote players on the team. So that's my biggest problem. I think Andrews showed what he can do as the elite passer when there's actually options on the team. Don't get me wrong. I think Pitts is going to be great. I just think that at this point, Kyle Pitts one year in it's hard to put him over for me other than the fact that he's young. And then honestly, I think Kelsey and Kittle need to be up higher. Both of them, especially Kittle who is not that old. Um, If you draft Kelsey in a dynasty league, this year you're still getting three years out of them that's three potential championships so in my eyes I just think not a whole significant amount on either one of them but other than that I, I love the value of tight end right now I think with Dalton Schultz coming out Knox finally having a good year Goddard and Ertz being split up I think there's actually good, 10 good type tight ends in a league right now obviously there's a big discrepancy from like one and two to 10 but I think even I, that- think,
1: I think the question here is not so much I mean if you're doing a startup I mean, for one, I mean, Dalton Schultz, I think, needs to be ranked higher than the 12th tight end here, Um, being 25 years old and Dak absolutely loves the guy. Then you have Hawkinson at 24. You have Pat Fryermuth, who they have a bad quarterback situation, but he's only 23. You got Dallas Goddard that's 26. You know, you have all these. In a startup, would you rather go with Kelsey or would you rather grab one of those guys? Because I'd be more on the grab Pat Fryermuth or Dalton Schultz there later. And get more, you know, probably not Kelsey elite, but still elite tight end status.
2: I think it depends on the team build personally. If you're going if you pick up like Devontae Adams, if you pick up, you know, older quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, something like that. Um, if you're if that is your overall plan for your team is to win possibly within the next year, then you could do a Kelsey. But I would think if you built the rest of your team maybe you would go younger just so you can get more years out And that's a good point,
1: because that's not something that is brought up a lot in Dynasty, because obviously everyone wants to go young. How many teams do you do where you shoot for the stars right off the bat? Because that's definitely an overlooked strategy in Dynasty.
0: Well, the problem is that, in my opinion, the top 20 right now is going to be so variable and change in three years as it is. So I could go grab DK Metcalf in the second round or third round where he's going or I could grab Kelsey in the fourth round where he's going and I'll actually get the, the usage out of Kelsey that I know I'll get. Basically. I I just feel like it's more of a sure thing than a gambling or even Antonio Gibson would be a perfect example of this. He's at 22. I just feel like you're getting him, but what if Washington doesn't do well again? What if he just has a bad year or a couple of bad years and just turns out to not be anything. So I think the logic of age comes to a, there's a certain point where you think about age and honestly, Kelsey and Kittle, where they're at right <clears> now, they're all going with 25 to 29-year-olds, which is what they are. So I just think that their elite talent needs to be moved up a little higher. I'm not saying like 20 spots. I'm just saying like 5 or 10 I wouldn't be upset with.
2: Yeah,
0: I think we all can agree that
2: like tight ends kind of a premium a, right very now. Very niche,
0: niche yeah.
1: spot. So
2: if, if you feel that that's the way that you want to build your team, Go after one of those guys early. I would say there's also an opportunity to stream. I mean, there was plenty of streamable tight ends this year that weren't uh, going to get you a ton of points, but they would get you like whoever was filling in for Washington, like when Logan Thomas was out, like just anything Seals like Jones. that. Exactly, Seals Jones or John Bates, I think, was the other guy when Seals got hurt. Seals Jones got hurt, um, but there's just like those kind of guys just always floating around. Where if that if if you don't get one of those top guys you might be able to pick up like a Trey McKitty late or, I mean, Pratt Friar Muth's kind of building up quite a bit, but maybe a tight end, a rookie tight end from Trey this year Muth now. Yeah, I don't think you are going to get him. I think that's th- this is the cheapest Friar Muth's going to be, I think, is right now because when a rookie quarterback gets in there next year, most likely, I think he is going to hone in on Friar Muth. I mean, the other guys there are going to be good pass catchers, but end zone-wise, Friar Muth, I think, could be the guy there. Um, it, so this it, is probably the cheapest you're going to get them
0: in that five to 10 freemuth and Goddard are like two of my like buys whenever they're low. Cause they're going to smash it. If they actually hit, if Goddard I stops, Schultz is a good buy low right now too. I
1: mean, just because of people's conception of him on that one. Now in dynasty, do you guys do? Cause I know I try to keep like my average age on the team. I try to keep it around 26 and a half. If I add everybody up, do you guys have a line like that? Do you look at? I think,
0: I don't specifically have a line. I think that there's obviously not over. You don't want your team to be averaging 30, obviously. But twenty-eight's um, the age I start shopping people. See, I just feel like Kelsey's built different in that sense. He is. Um, I just feel like he's not. It's going to be a Gronk situation. How old is Gronk at this point? Well, here's the thing. You're going to have to
2: overpay for Kelsey so much. I mean, like in the league that we're all in together, Kelsey's never going to get moved. You would have to pull up like a King's ransom to get him. Oh, for and- sure. It's just
0: like at what point is it not worth it to do something like that? My draft strategy were in win
2: now, like
0: yeah. My no. my draft strategy here would be to grab Kelsey in that fourth-fifth round, because I think that's a steal, and then grab Herb Smith, who is twenty-three years old and easily could have the job in Minnesota. He just has to stay healthy. Unfortunately, got injured this year. It's one of those kind of guys, and then you have time to rebuild the tight end because you have three, four years. It's a dynasty league. You're not, you're always you're gonna have a backup, you're gonna go draft more guys whenever your position's light. I just feel like everyone focuses on age a little too much, especially in a like Kelsey's might be the best tight end in ever. Yeah. Arguable with Gronkowski. So
1: no, that's it's true. Um, my only fear on Kelsey is I mean, we've seen these players where they just are like look at Julio Jones. I mean, I know he's battled injuries his whole life, but now he's just toast. He's worth nothing now. Where at the beginning of the season you probably could have traded him for you know nothing big, but you could have gotten something for Julio, But now he's just wasting away on your roster because you can't cut him on that, and that's what worries me. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Kelsey, but when but that can happen with beard, anyone, that yeah. But when he shaved pits. his beard, he just it could happen with Pitts. But the older tight ends, it concerns me more. I mean, Kelsey shaved his beard and he
0: looked 20 years older, so. I just think the price tag on good. Pitts is too high for me. All the people who drafted him in the draft last year, I hope they enjoy him because, I mean, or maybe sell him. But those are the two things you're going to get out of it. I think you'll get constant production. But if they actually become a team and they actually get a good quarterback and they get another receiver, and this is multiple years down the road because they're going to have to do some things. But if they actually have other options on the team, I think that Pitts' value will fall, aka uh, George Kittle here. Yeah, I think another thing about this question to
1: continue is Waller being as low as he is. He's 29. I mean, you can make the same argument you're making with Waller with uh, Kittle and Kelsey. No, He really. should be up there.
0: I, I disagree. I actually was really shocked that Waller was so high. They, some, some people had him ranked in the beginning of the year, ranked higher than Kelsey and Kittle. And I just would never have taken Kelsey or, or Waller over Kelsey and Kittle. <laughs> Okay, I, I agree. I like Waller a lot. I have him in a Dynasty League. I'm very happy with him. He's been a very good addition to my team, but at this point, he is older. He's a young 29 because he didn't play all those years, but um, this year showed his age and what can happen for someone who... Plus, if we can be completely honest, I think
2: Las Vegas is about to blow it up. They're just about to take that team and shake it out a little bit. Um, yeah. New GM, new... Uh, coach most likely um, Derek Carr probably on the trade block right now not uh, not the best situation I don't think Waller's gone but just the whole team doesn't look good going forward but we'll see
0: I don't know what it is about Carr that everybody loves I have not seen it I've seen it on it's like the two cousins games thing. a year
2: it's literally the Cousins thing
0: it's exactly that
2: except for Carr is a little bit more clutch than Cousins Cousins um cousins is not clutch he's the opposite n- of clutch no he's good when nobody's watching yeah it's true okay let's get on to our next shot so we can move topics all right let's go josh you're going to have to drink because Kirk cousins finished within the top 10 God of it. quarterbacks he oh, finished speaking at kurt cousins number 10
0: so that's damn awesome.
2: that hurts that does hurt. Oh. All right, Joe, you're going to have to take a shot because Will Fuller did not score more points than Devontae Smith this season. No, he did not.
0: And hey, I, another bet that I'm involved in. Am I involved in all these bets? Um, A lot
2: of them, yeah. I don't know why me and Joe – well, me and Joe have made some bets. A lot of them are for the future. Joe likes to make these two-year-out bets, like J.K. Is- Dobbins won't start before week five of 2022.
1: So yeah, that'll I mean. be a while. All right. Hey, three more <laughs> weeks, dude. Yeah. It's true. Three more weeks. It'll be week five of 2022. Yeah, right. Well, ten a game yet. Nice. Let's nice. see what you're doing there.
2: Yeah. That yeah. also doesn't yeah. count. Um, up now, Bill. And then I'm gonna have to take a shot for pretty much the same reason I said LaVisca Chenault was gonna have more points than Devontae Smith, and that obviously didn't happen
0: either. Man, Devontae Smith just killing it.
1: Don't act yeah. like it was good.
0: I, gotta, I was about I mean, to say, I feel like, don't it, was, act like it was a whoa, good call. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> time, time out, time out. Devontae
1: Smith did not do that bad. No, but don't act like it was a good call. Could have
2: been Could have
1: been better. I mean, I won.
2: <laughs> <If one laughs> Whenever you get said, there, Josh. If, if one, one of us had said it, Mike yeah. Williams, you would have been screwed.
1: What are you drinking?
0: Yeah, if you would have said Mike Williams, I'd have laughed. So I'd be drinking now. But I got Fireball, but I got this beautiful shot glass from the Great Smoky Mountains that's the bottom of a beer. Nice. Wow. How
2: about that? Walk me pink. through this.
0: What's this uh pink Whitney? Thing? I'm drinking Pink Whitney
2: straight from oh. the bottle. So, it's Bartstool Sports drink from New Amsterdam. It's just pink lemonade vodka. I don't want to make it pink. Yeah, pink lemonade vodka. So, I don't make it sound as cool as
0: it sounds worse Whitney. actually. It's good. Tastes good. No, no, no. I'm just saying you went with Pink Whitney and then pink lemonade vodka sounded somehow worse than Pink Whitney. Yeah. Well, Where does the good?
1: Whitney come from? It's it has that works it's probably that works.
2: something to do with spitting and chicklets, and we're going to show that we don't know anything about this
1: program. Shout out to Barstool. Yeah, shout out to Barstool.
2: Okay, second question on the list. Jerry Judy is currently wide receiver 24, according to the experts on Fantasy Pros. Wide receiver
0: 2 for teams. What do we think? So, originally... I actually had a a thought on this. Number one, I feel like Denver, everyone just immediately thinks Denver is done because of their terrible quarterback play. They are going to go get a quarterback this year. I don't know whether it'll be in the draft, whether it'll be Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, any of those quarterbacks, but they're going to get a quarterback and that team is going to be good. Sutton is now one year off of his injury. Uh, Jerry Judy is a phenom and uh, my boy is about to just, tear it up javante williams in the backfield and then no offense there as well all young guys all under what 25 at this point other than sutton of course um so i feel like just people just naturally underrate uh jerry judy but honestly after looking at this the only people that i could say oh i don't know if they should be that high are the older guys because he's behind michael Pittman, Devonte smith mike evans those are the three wide receivers in front of him, and I believe that all three of them deserve to be, or all four of them really are on the same ballpark. Uh, but the Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, the surround, what's surrounding him at the moment, DeAndre Hopkins, the injuries, and then I don't know why uh, DJ Moore is so high personally, but uh, I will never understand that. It's his age. He is only 24, which is just wild. But yeah. I obviously he's a, a quarterback short as well. So but I, I think personally DJ Moore and Jerry Judy should really be in the same ballpark because they're in the same same boat at this point.
2: I um, think DJ Moore above Jerry Judy.
0: Well, Jerry Judy never had Judy. a chance to have a quarterback, though. I know, the but like Jerry Judy I think Judy is Cortland Sutton better than Judy.
1: Jerry Judy is one of the best route runners I've ever seen. I mean, the man gets open. Right away, And if you have Sutton on the other side and the competent quarterback, a la Aaron Rodgers, who loves Devontae Adams for getting open right off the line every time, if that were to happen in Denver, he would immediately vault up. I would say probably top 15 easily.
0: Chris Collinsworth with the, the hot take here. I actually buy yourself some Jerry Judy right now. He is low. People are under on him right now, and I think that he, they're going to. Can we can we play a name something. game real quick? I'll put Jerry Judy versus names, and
2: you have to tell me whether you which receiver you'd rather have going forward. These are all yeah. people ranked lower than Jerry Judy. Oh, beautiful! Not yeah. to skew the the, but all right. So Jerry Judy or Elijah Moore?
0: Jerry Judy. Judy.
2: Jerry Judy or Chase Claypool? Judy. Jerry Judy.
0: Smash! Like I want two Judy or I'd have to have two Claypool. I want Doug Judy right there.
2: Yeah, multiple Judys. Uh, Jerry, Judy, Brandon,
0: Ayuk. Judy. Ayuk had that It's That one's closer for me. Yeah, it is closer.
1: Judy. Yeah, I'm
0: getting if further away,
1: have, by the way. What about Judy and Sutton?
0: Who would you rather have? I'd
2: rather have Sutton. I mean, he's older, which I get, but I'd rather have the better. He's player. only 26.
0: He's not as old as everyone thinks he is.
2: No, but he's just older than Jerry, Judy. No, I've got two more. So Jerry, Judy, or I got three more. Ju- Jerry, Judy, or Amon, Ra St. Brown. Judy. That's
0: still Judy, yeah, but I mean that one's close too because the moderate, okay. What he can possibly do in Detroit, especially with the new quarterback, I just. Jerry I Judy safe to Hunter, say that we have St. Brown way Judy. higher than
1: Fantasy Pros does. Yeah, Renfro or
2: Renfro, Judy, it's
0: still, it's still Judy for me. Renfro is a sneaky twenty-six-year-old, by the way. Which is I love, me a some Renfro. He he is uh, an interesting-looking guy.
2: Okay, He's and then always. the last one I have is Jerry Judy or Juju Smith-Schuster.
0: I want Juju to be good, but I own both of them, and so I'm still choosing Judy. You manage both of them. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> yes, manage. Okay, um, I think the, I the more, like. Close. Okay, like... so here's
2: the thing: I would take Saint Brown over Judy. I would take Sutton over Judy. I would take. I, I'm. This is gonna sound like a joke. I'd take Darnell Mooney over Judy. I would. I like what Chicago's building, like even if mood, Darnell man. Mooney ends up as the wide receiver two. I think Mooney has more
0: promise than Judy because of the weapons that are there, not because of Judy's talent.
2: Yeah. Mooney, there is no competition. Yeah, that's true. Talent-wise, yeah, you're right. But I don't know. These other guys you were
0: saying, Elijah Moore, Jets, I'm sorry, I'm out. Mike or uh, Chase Claypool, I have. Been well, the irony
2: it. is, I started at players that were ranked really close to him, and then got further away. And it actually seems like players that were further away from him are the ones that were actually kind of like wanting a little bit more. Well,
1: we are way, we are way higher on St. Brown than Fantasy Pros.
2: Well, Fantasy. I I can't believe how high they have St. Brown. St. Brown. I mean, I Age. I thought. He was going to be very good last season. They that's even have why a green arrow next to him. So he's I going kept up. bringing him up in the preseason. And I was like, dude, if this guy's a slot receiver, Jared Goff loves slot receivers. This is this going to work out?
0: And then I think the best part about uh, Amon Ra is that his dad's name is John, and then he named his kids Amon Ra and equ- Equanimius. Yeah, well, that's a good point. But he's like, I hate this. It's I think I feel like that's the same thing with our generation. All of our kids and all the people who are having kids now, are naming them not John, Billy, Joe, Josh. You know what I mean? You want Judy Fair or Hopkins? Mm. That, see, that's tough for me because Hopkins, what he can do. If I'm in a rebuild, I would rather have Judy. If I'm not,
2: I'd rather have Hopkins. No, yeah,
0: I just, I don't know, with his injuries this year and everything that happened with him, I'm not saying he won't be the same, but... Okay, okay so pause, hypothetically,
1: Rodgers goes to Denver. Where do we have him?
0: Oof. Right next to AJ Brown. Yeah. Below, but right next to. Yeah. That's mm. so like eight nine. I still think
2: 15. it vaults. I still think Rogers it Sutton
1: up more than Judy, but that's just me. No, I do too. I think Sutton would be, but I mean Jerry Judy is such a. good Well, route I'm saying I it. would like Sutton more than I would like Judy. Yeah. No, I agree. My only knock on Judy's whole career is he just quits. Like he doesn't. And I think wow. a lot of that has to do with the quarterback play. But if you had someone there like Rogers that would manage that, then I would assume we would really see what he's capable of doing.
0: I think regardless, right. it's going to be a new quarterback situation there. And I think it's probably going to be Rodgers. I think that's pretty much our bet on everyone uh, here. But uh, even if it isn't, let's say it happens to be Russell Wilson. Or it happens to be a rookie in the draft. I mean, no matter what, it's an upgrade. And Junior's sure. gonna see that and he's gonna play for it and he's gonna be around for a long time. So not wrong. Okay.
2: Let's get on to the next question. But first, let's pay some bets. Damn. All right. So this will be one for me. I actually I'll have two in this category, but this I'll just take this one for first. I said that Aaron Jones was gonna finish higher than Ezekiel Elliott that didn't happen happen. did not happen it really didn't wow so yeah i'm gonna have to take a shot for that one but you weren't Um, wrong
0: about that one either though like aaron jones aaron jones was so good
2: he just zeke finished sixth in running backs and jones finished like 11th all right josh you're gonna have to take a shot because kyle pitts made
0: it over a thousand yards I thought there was touchdowns implicated on that as well, though. It was 1,000 yards. I I thought we put touchdowns in there as well. There was no touchdown. I'm still going to take it because he did exceed expectations, but I'm pretty sure we said no touchdowns or something.
2: Yeah, for real. Wrap it up. Okay, and then Joe, you're going to have to take a shot, which is, Josh, this is going to end up being one of yours too, but for now, Joe, you're going to have to take a shot because Byron Peringle was not the second-best KC wide receiver. On the season, I was in on that bet. Yes, you said Most Robinson. I said Hardman, and that's we made. Oh, a bet on you it. had Pringle. No, yeah, Joe had Pringle. I had Hardman, and you had Demarcus Robinson.
0: Yeah, I was off about Demarcus and,
2: Robinson. Uh, Hardman took a lead very late in the late in the
0: game. Oh yeah, <clears throat> man, this is going to get more and more like we're at the bar real quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, luckily Joe. I don't has. have to drive a car tonight.
2: Joe only has one more.
0: Good for you, Jeff. Because
2: you have so many future bets, like Mac Jones over four thousand yards before 2024. <laughs> that was after this last <laughs> season, right? Or did we give
0: him three seasons?
2: Uh, well, yeah, it's two seasons, like after beginning of 2024. Okay. Like, so, so next as long season, as he doesn't get he four thousand. He has to get to
0: four K next season. Okay, I, I feel good about that one.
2: But Joe only has one more to pay up. Josh, you have a lot more, and I only have, I think, two more. I'm looking forward to it fantastic okay number three darnell mooney as i mentioned is wide receiver 39 which is behind players like odell beckham jr um are, am i way too high on darnell mooney or is, are the fantasy pros not quite caught up to what he will be next season
1: they're not caught up on him i mean you got adam Thielen, robert woods and odell beckham in front of him uh give me mooney all day every day uh Mooney's young. He's awesome. You know, Nagy's system was absolutely horrible this year, but Justin Fields has an absolute cannon. And, you know, if we get someone like Brian Dabble in there or really any coach that can look at their team and say, hey, this guy does this really good, it's going to have Justin Fields thrown downfield. It's going to open Mooney up. Even if we sign someone else, I I think Mooney's absolutely going to hit 1,000 again next year, and his touchdown
0: margins are going to go way up. So I'm a big fan of Mooney. This is one of those ones that the age didn't sway it at all. Um, the only person like near him that's of his age really is Kadarius Tony, or really his skill level and rookiness. Uh, but Kadarius Tony is two below him, but at the same time, two wide receivers that is. At the same time, he did he had two games that were good. And he's two below Mooney, who proved that he he belongs in at least the top 20. I mean, a, a conversation for it, at least. Um, and not to mention the fact that he's building rapport with Justin Fields, who's going to be there for a while. I mean, there's no way this new change in Chicago is going to re- release him. And then Allen Robinson is seven wide receivers ahead of him. No, absolutely not. After this year, no. He wasn't even injured. He was just bad. I love Allen Robinson. I, I I want the best for him and everything, but he did not play well. And then, honestly, there's arguments for Ayuk, Lockett. Marquise Brown all above him, what significantly above him. Um, I could argue all three of them below him. I think Mooney needs to be moved up at least 10 spaces. And if not, draft draft him. Go get him. So here here's the
2: reason I don't understand the Mooney thing. Was he hurt this year? No. No. I mean, you could use that kind of excuse for like DJ Chark. I can see why he's lower. Because he's A in Jacksonville, B he was hurt the entire year and he's flimsy, he's like a folding table. But Mooney was never hurt this season. Mooney was perfectly fine, and he was in a terrible s- offense, and was able to thrive in some games. I mean, hell, we put him in DraftKings lineups, and he won us the week sometimes. Yeah, and that's just—I don't see why everybody else is so ridiculously low on him because I think if they get a, the right quarter or right offensive coach in there, then I don't see why he his success wouldn't. I mean, they're going to bring in a wide receiver. We all know that's going to happen but
1: I don't see why as the number two, he couldn't be equally successful as he was this year. Yeah. And I think the problem is they see Chicago's offense as a whole. And really, I mean, Justin Fields did not look good this year. He had a couple bright spots and everything, but I think it's just down on the whole organization. I mean, looking at some other interesting names, Brandon cooks is above him. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Rashad Bateman's, you know, 11 spots ahead of Mooney. Would you rather have Bateman or Mooney? Cause I'd rather have Mooney.
2: I'd rather have Mooney because so, I don't know if they're really going to keep Lamar Jackson. I don't trust him passing the
0: ball. Sorry. Same with that. But honestly, my thing was I was we I think we were all high on Bateman going into the season and it wasn't his fault. He he did well with what he was given. He just didn't get given a lot. He was getting targeted like five times a game, getting three catches. And yeah. two of those were uncatchable because it's Lamar kind Jackson of like a Mooney situation.
1: The it's just a bad situation.
0: But Mooney significantly pro- proved that he can actually do it. Yeah. I, I don't understand. And He played the whole season, Tony being two spots below him with his situation where he played, what, three games maybe? I get that he didn't have the chance, but I, I feel like people look at rookie quarterbacks and they think that they are the end-all, be-all answer. And this is my, this is my logic on this is, Justin Fields didn't look good, so he's not going to be good. It's like, no, he was a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Look at all the rookie quarterbacks this year. None of them really looked good. Mac Jones had flashes whenever he actually got to throw the ball. Um, Zach, I don't know about Zach Wilson. But here's the thing. Elijah Moore,
2: wide receiver 25, he's, he didn't get any kind of ridiculous bump down. I mean, I know he's only 21 and he's got time, but it's like,
1: I, I why is he getting the benefit of the doubt and where Darnell Mooney's not? I would put Pittman, Michael Pittman, and Darnell Mooney are kind of in the similar boat here. I mean, they have all the talent in the world. They just need it to fall right. And I could see Mooney honestly being a a top wide receiver with the skill set he has and Fields' cannon of an arm. They just have to let him use it. I agree.
0: Completely
2: agree. Okay, let's take a shot.
0: Play so. the song. I'm no, starting it's, to feel it, you gotta play the though. So, I'll just I'll play it for a couple seconds. Warning, sorry your about listeners. your ears, people. Sorry about everybody's ears. All right,
2: I needed that. Oh man, okay. Well, Joe, this is your last one because you have so many future bets. Uh, Josh, you're gonna have to take a double. Um, I got two more so. Josh, your double bet. Oh, me and Joe both bet you that Joe Mixon would finish as a top 10 running
0: back. This Damn season. it. That is fair. I that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was fair. I and was wrong about you Mixon. Took I both
2: bets. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Sandy would take one I'll each. Just go ahead and do this. Okay. My bet that I'm going to have to pay up for is I said the Eagles weren't going to get to seven wins, and by God, they did it. I can't believe they did it. it. I can't believe it. But that's a that's an L for me. All right, then Joe, you bet me that Cordell Patterson was not going to finish as a top ten running back in PPR.
1: <laughs> I stand he did by it. it. He did no, it. No, that that didn't happen. That was a complete fluke. Did he do it? He did it. He finished number I think eight.
2: That's wild. Yep. Ah, even sloping off the rest
0: of the season. All right, well, Joe, you're done. So yes. I just want to say while we're t- while we're doing these bets. Most of these were pretty close on. I I missed on a couple. Yeah, of. Like, I mean, even my Kirk Cousins bet, like he barely made the top 10. Cortland, yeah, Cortland Sutton or really Cortland your Patterson biggest miss was Mixon. And then oh, we,
2: we bet the two players against Devante Smith was pretty bad. Um, and then My, my last bet will I'll explain how that one was so far off. It's kind of funny to look back on. I'm sure I have some other ones. Yo, yeah, you do. So let's get to number four. So, reading through this list, injuries have totally tanked wide receiver um, uh, ADP so far. So, Judas Smith-Schuster, 41st wide receiver, 87 overall. Michael Gallup, 49th wide receiver, 113 overall. And then, Quintez Cephas of the Lions, 82nd wide receiver, 199 overall. So I, I think I just and then DJ Chark is also pretty low on this list. I didn't add him on there. These are all seem like pretty good deal wide receivers. Is this is this a buy low opportunity on all of these guys going forward?
1: Buying out an injury is one of my favorite things to do of all time. I'm really upset I missed on the Acres thing, by the way. I didn't I wasn't able to land him, but when you look at the opportunity that a lot of these injured wide receivers have, it, it's huge. Juju could go to a team. That has an all-star quarterback. I mean, he could easily go to the Bucks. All of a sudden, he's very valuable. You got Michael Gallup, kind of the same situation. These guys have a ton of talent. Now, the only one I'm off of a little bit is Cephas because of the Josh Reynolds, Raymond, and Amon Ross St. Brown. But
0: Goff seemed to like him. So, I think Cephas's talent it just showed. It wasn't yeah. Goff. It wasn't anyone. It was him being good. And obviously, the the injuries there, but. Uh, at 23 i think that he's this is what i call the bargain bin right here it's tier eight out here and just lo- look at some of these names you're getting those those that were injured uh i think Gallup's a little higher because of his obvious uh proven talent but you got your uh rookie underperforming rookies as well uh jamie brown uh who really kind of did some things here and there um and then amari rogers who really never saw the field for green yeah. bay and with Most likely Devontae and Aaron Rodgers out. I like that in a dynasty draft or a quick trade. Um, Dwayne Eskridge for Seattle. Um, Most likely Russell Wilson's out the door. And that means Lockett is not the favorite anymore. So Eskridge could sneak into a role there. Uh, I just love this bargain bin and really Juju, Gallup, and Cephas. Um, Cephas is obviously in the bargain bin. Juju and Gallup are a little higher, but those are the, the, the those are the people that build your roster right there, especially if you're drafting in the upcoming months. Because I know a lot of people like drafting, which we need to fill out our our league and get on that draft. Because man, yeah. I want to get one in. is yeah.
2: what we're talking through is a startup strategy. Basically, that's what we're talking yeah. about. So, yeah, I uh, Cephas, I think where his price is at right now, like if if you're at the end of your drafts and you're like, I don't really know who to grab. I don't grab another running back. A Cephas would be good about that price because he has a clear path to starting. Um, we don't know what's going to happen in the offseason, obviously, but based on startups that happen right now, Cephas at that price is cheap as hell. And then with all yeah. the injuries that come up, Cephas is a, one of those guys that can fill in. If somebody was to take his spot and fill in wonderfully for that offense.
0: Nineteenth or twentieth round to get a potential up and comer young guy. Yeah, I mean, let's I mean keepin- he's.
2: I mean, let's not kid ourselves. He's probably a wide receiver three at the absolute. Yeah, I would ceiling. say he at least
1: slots back into
2: that. But like, you know, like a Cephas versus like a Van Jefferson, like, you know, I mean, offensively, obviously, Van Jefferson has I would, argue, has a better I would argue he
0: should be in that ballpark that's, at least.
2: That's the situation I think could be you know, the ceiling for him going forward, but uh, I don't know. How did Juju
0: and Gallup?
1: Who's your, who's your pick? I would say Gallup. Gallup. Yeah.
2: Mine's Gallup for it's sure. Gallup. I, I, I like Juju and if he stays with Pittsburgh and is in their planes going forward, maybe he's better because he knows he's familiar with the system, but Gallup, wherever he goes, he's going to immediately be that guy, you know? Yeah.
0: See honestly, I want to see Juju go to um and this sounds terrible, but like a New York Jets, like a team who's rebuilding, obviously Pittsburgh will be as well, but really they're just rebuilding a quarterback. I want him to go to a, a system where they're rebuilding the entire team basically from ground up, like the Giants um, well, I just want him to be the the Tyler Boyd in a in Cincinnati kind of situation where yeah he's, juju would make a lot rewards. of sense
1: on the Saints. To me, yeah, Saints even if they Saints keep Taysom. he I mean, he would kind of slot right into that Michael Thomas role. They're very similar players in that regard. So, I
0: we know the skill levels there for Juju. I just he needs to be in a system where a quarterback knows how to throw the ball, and yeah. you want a rookie quarterback who's going to cling on to him because he's the vet, even though he's only what 23
2: mm-hmm. yeah. 24. No, that's a good call. Well, 25. we'll have to see what this offseason holds. I know that he said after the season that he would like to stay in pittsburgh but i mean i think he kind of have to say stuff like that when you know oh, that's the you don't same have thing
0: a, you don't have a contract same thing with the eagles saying they're gonna keep hurts right now we'll see what actually happens
2: right exactly
0: we'll see i still think they should keep hurts but that's i point. agree
2: but yeah all right you fuckers enjoy your shots yeah let's take some shots josh so can go i bet this is just funny looking back I bet Joe that Aaron Jones was going to finish above Jonathan Taylor, and oh. running back. Running back, <laughs>
1: <laughs> easiest money I ever made. That's ironic
0: because Joe wasn't even a Jonathan Taylor. He truther. wasn't.
2: He literally picked a name out of like the the oh, Jonathan like, Taylor. five to seven range of the running backs, and he's just like, "Oh, I, Jonathan Taylor's going to finish above him." I literally, he didn't even mean to make that. I don't think, but
1: no, I meant to. Oh no, um, he knew. It, it feels like it now i threw oh, you guys off this why are you taking your shot
0: just early all right Just getting thirsty
2: yeah exactly all right well since you picked the other bad wide receiver in kc demarcus robinson was also not the wide receiver too in kansas city
0: oh, i already took my double shot that wasn't that was a your thing. double
2: shot was for saying t- uh, joe mixon Was not going to be a top 10.
0: Oh, you were telling me that that was my shot next time. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Hey, hey, guys, real quick, because I want to get in on the shot with you because I'm a little tipsy at this point. Um, Billy, I bet you that you and I are not going to the Senior Bowl in two weeks because of COVID.
2: Okay. I will take that bet that we are because if we don't, I will cry.
1: No, because we are. I I know we are, and I'm excited for it, and our fans should be excited for it because we're going to have some great fucking Since I got a bunch,
0: let's go ahead and get another one of mine. I'm really interested. That was really – okay. that wasn't a good one. To be fair, I'm going to have to look and find where your other ones are at because
2: I only have one more listed on this paper, and it's because you also said Cordell Patterson wasn't going to end the season as a top 10 running back. Mm,
0: That's lame. I'll take it.
2: you have more i just don't know where they're written
0: down all the ones you've said are familiar to me but to be fair i make fireball bets all the time so yes you do all right
2: back to the questions is tariq cohen dead he's running back 63 207 overall the man's 26 years old which is not a death sentence for any any shape or form so what do do we think about that is he a really super by low right now
1: Um, Josh, you on it?
0: Yeah, I actually I really love where he's at right now because the whole weirdness. I kept asking Joe, was like, is is he coming back? Like, does anyone actually know? Um, but where he's at right now, dynasty wise, just draft wise, draft him, go get him. He is so low. The only person that's near him that I would be like, oh yeah, you might want to grab him is Keyshawn Vaughn, who is directly right above him, um, because of his final somewhat decent games that he's played um but Tariq Cohen is 26 years old and had a very bad knee injury I don't I don't even know what it was Joe's shaking his head so I'm going to go with it um but it just seemed like he was supposed to come back week eight or something and then never did and then randomly Akers came back from an Achilles injury uh, in the preseason in the playoffs so it was weird and nobody knew what was going on, but most likely Cohen's probably out of Chicago as well with the fact that they're a running back farm. Um, So I just imagine he's going to go to a team that doesn't have that pass catching back and prove that he can still play. So, I mean, at the point you're drafting him, you're just throwing darts, you know, so might as well swoop him up in my opinion.
2: I I agree. I just, it, it stuck out on,
1: on the page of where he was listed. So, Okay, so here's my thing with Cohen. I love the man to death, but his injury is... It's not good. Um, They've had to clean it up twice. There was one report that he might not even play again because it was so bad on that one. I don't think that's true. I think he will be back next year, but you have Montgomery there. You have Cleo Herbert there who showed he could catch the ball. Plus, they signed Jakeem Grants, who filled in that Tariq Cohen role marvelously. I... I think he's going to be back. Uh, the problem with Tre Cohen is he has a cap hit. He signed a three-year contract last year before his injury of 5.7 mil next year and 7.5 the year after. So they signed him to a huge contract. I don't think anyone's going to take that for him. So he's on our books. I'm guessing for the next year or two until we can, we can cut ties with him. I just don't see a way for him to get back, but he has the talent to do it and he is absolutely free. So Stashing him there is not a bad idea.
0: Well, the but logic there's... with Chicago in general, sorry, but I'll let you go. Really. But uh, the, there's not any wide receivers on the team other than Mooney. Let's get rid of Robinson. So Cohen basically is a receiver. So, I mean, in yeah. reality, there should be roles for him. And you've finally seen some teams, my team preferably, but uh, that actually use two wide receivers in the backfield. And that could be uh, something going forward. Hopefully. Yeah. No, really? I was just
2: going to say a new GM, new coach, you know use they use every weapon they they might see Tariq Cohen as a potential value or someone who they used in a uh, off in, offense wherever they were you know maybe they could find a role for him to carve out that would be something that he could do absolutely okay we'll move on to our next bet i forgot i found one that i have to take and i found one that josh has to take beautiful so, this is from week 14. You bet that Cleveland would not beat Baltimore that mm-hmm. week. And then you went to Iceland. So, you didn't have to pay up. Oh, I did actually. But now one. you're going to have to pay up. And I'm sure not. To,
0: to, are you sure that I didn't
2: you pay paid up, up on that one? You paid up Joe's. Because, oh, that's right. I only had one shot of fireball. That's right. Yep. Uh, you did not pay up that one. And then I have to pay up because I forgot. I bet Jordan that um, I said Miles Garrett was going to have more sacks than TJ Watt by the end of the season. And. That's close. Two TJ best Watt defensive lines tied the record, so sucks. Okay, that is all twenty twenty one bets that I have written down because I'm done with that. Twenty twenty two bets, we still have. I found one where uh, in twenty twenty two, Josh, you said that DK Metcalf is going to be a top five wide receiver. I cannot wait for that to crash and burn.
0: I'm going to need a good quarterback to go to Seattle.
2: (laughs) I cannot wait for that one to crash. Is that with you? Yes. (laughs) All right. right. On with the questions. Number six, Dearness Johnson is uh, running back 75, 244 overall. Uh, Probably one of the best stashes that
1: late. Am I right? I mean, we saw what he can do given the opportunity.
0: I mean, there's not much there. It's all hit or miss players and finally seeing what he can actually do. I think, yeah, absolutely. He's the best value. Honestly, I could, there's about 20 people in front of him that I wouldn't draft before him. So, and, and that's what he's only 25. Like I I think there's a lot there in a, a team
2: that might be running back needy, which maybe Cleveland saw how bad their injuries were this year and isn't going to rid wanting to get rid of a player that cheap. But if I was anybody who was needing any kind of like running back to, you know, kind of like what Tennessee did with their running backs, Dearness Johnson can fill in swimmingly for any kind of team that needs a running back. So I don't know. He, I don't think he should be this low personally. I think he should be higher. He's a good handcuff of a handcuff.
0: Yeah. The problem the is double they, handcuff. Yeah. The they, old double handcuff he's actually a restricted free agent next year. So he actually can go sign somewhere else. And I assume he will after showing what talent he has. Yeah, I
2: doubt Cleveland's going to match if it's,
0: no, I mean, he was getting a base salary basically at that point. Like it wasn't under a mill each year it was literally getting progressively better. It's only, get, it's going to be at a mill or more at this point, even if they wanted to sign him. Plus not to mention teams are going to be interested. So I'd look to see where he goes. Um, but if you're drafting in the off season, it's a really good value right now. Cause who knows if he goes to a really good spot, I think you're gambling one way or the other. Cause if he goes behind Dalvin cook or something and you know, I mean, it just depends on what happens in the year. I mean, that's the thing is there. It is always good to have guys like this on your team because I had Justin Jackson who came in handy. You know what I mean? Like there mm-hmm. are always those kind of players who come in handy in Dynasty. And I don't think, especially teams, people just getting into Dynasty, you don't think about these things. And this is where, where you really need to like look for these kind of players. And yeah, Dearness Johnson should be a little higher at least. So he's
1: yeah. pretty close to Danta Foreman. How do we feel about Donta Foreman going into next year? Is there value um, there? I,
2: a, I think so. I mean, I don't know what his contract situation is. When we it's a one year. He
1: signed a one year deal with Tennessee, so there's okay, a chance so that they re-sign him. So as as Henry's backup, he has a lot of value. But did he prove enough this year? I mean, he looked pretty damn good. Did he prove enough for another team to take a shot at him? Maybe not as a lead back, but a committee guy.
0: I don't see why not. Especially those guys who have younger, smaller backs. You know who needs to take him? Cole- Carolina.
1: That'd be
2: awesome. He would be he would be the perfect backup for Christian McCaffrey.
0: You don't see that as much anymore. There used to be the the small guy and the big guy, and nowadays it's just two running backs or one. You know what I mean? Or someone who's hopeful to be a backup one day. So yeah. I I, I mean, agree. Honestly, in we... a lot
1: of teams, but well,
2: Chuba was not ready. Um, and I think if you got a veteran in there like Dante Forman, um, if and when McCaffrey gets hurt, or even if maybe they just want to take some workload off of him, putting Foreman smart. in there would be really like a yeah, he looks like phenomenal a weight off their shoulders.
1: Yeah, he's 25, and then I mean the biggest thing is the manager in your league that owns him sees him as because I have him in a league, and it got me thinking on it. I was like, well, I pretty much have to drop him after this year, and then I was like, wait a minute. No, I don't, because he could be very valuable elsewhere, but there's a good chance the manager in your league is probably thinking that he's going to have to drop him. So you could float out a a third or a fourth for him, land him, and then you got solid running back depth if good things do happen.
0: That's another thing to discuss here. I know we're talking about redraft or not redraft, but drafting a dynasty league. But if you're in a dynasty league and you've made it this far into the podcast, these are some guys to go after in trades as well. Uh, Deontay Foreman, Dearness Johnson, Dearness Johnson might be a little harder to buy right now after what he did, but um, Deontay Foreman. I honestly, whenever you said Dearness Johnson, I had to like think about it. I was like, wait, that's that's Cleveland and then Deontay mm-hmm. Foreman, Tennessee. Very similar guys. And honestly, it's good to see him actually get a chance after he was at Houston, right? And didn't have a good time. Thoughts Foreman, Foreman,
1: yes. Colts, Houston. Yeah. Wasn't he in Seattle a- for a minute? He tore his Achilles and You know he was. Who was? Was he behind? No, he wasn't behind Foss. He was behind somebody, and then got hurt. Yeah, because he was a rookie at the time,
0: or very young. Um, Yeah. So these are the guys that make or break teams, man. Because in the we saw all the running backs that went down this year. I mean, it it just gets it gets brutal out there, and these are the kind of guys who can fill in whenever the going gets rough. And honestly, I understand getting handcuffs in redraft, but in dynasty, it's better to have someone else's handcuff. Mm-hmm. personally i'd rather have a oh look i have another running back instead of oh i have my backup running back
2: for sure okay well we don't have any more shots to give out but i'm going to take one just for the social joe maybe you'll join me since josh is probably a baby nope Ugh. i'm good it's oh, fine. nice all right fellas social. This, is, this is for the 2021 season
1: it wasn't a full shot. It was more of a swift. I think we should pour ones. one out instead of taking one. But...
2: Yeah, probably so, but I'll we take one that, for
1: 2022. I'm going to pour one out. We need that alcohol
2: to, uh, get
1: to get through it.
2: Okay, last question, and then we might get into a little news at the end of this, um, if anybody's still listening, but hopefully they are. So, number seven, Davis Mills is currently quarterback 33, 246 overall. Um, I only mention this because I think he played well enough to be a starter, and I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to play for the Texans anymore. They currently have Deshaun Watson up in the top. I think, I think he's like 14 or 15 quarterback. Um, But I don't think he's going to play again in Houston. I think that Davis Mills should have the opportunity to do it. What do you
1: all think? I think he earned at least the shot. I
0: I agree. And this is, this is the team, the thing about teams that have rookie or young quarterbacks that are, I wouldn't say underachieving, but. Okay. Look at Daniel Jones. He's had what three years now to try to do something and hasn't with this year, with a decent amount of people around him. Davis Mills had nothing. He had Brandon cooks and then, Oh, I'm sorry. Rex Burkhead. So, and he actually made a, he, he gave it a shot and it was pretty decent. Honestly. Um, you see some of these quarterbacks that are above him and you see drew lock. I get Jordan love there. Taysom Hill. Teddy Bridgewater, Jamie's Winston. So we're we're see, we're sensing a a theme here. Sam Darnold, and then we get into Jared Goff. Somehow Jimmy Garoppolo is under Jared Goff, which <clears throat> maybe that's maybe that's right. But why not? I mean, I get the the uncertainty here. But Davis Mills was a rookie this year, and he came in and
2: best rookie, best rookie, best rookie quarterback this year was Davis Mills. But yeah, I mean they the Texans people.
1: the Texans have the third pick next year. So they could easily trade out of it. Um I mean the Texans are an absolute dumpster fire. David Coley getting fired is I thought Brian Flores was the worst, but that David Coley was the worst. I mean the man had so
2: nothing. So can I can I explain that a little bit further? Because yeah. I, I ended nothing up finding happened. out a little uh behind this uh, behind the music, you know. Pull the curtains back. So David Coley was never meant to uh have that job long term. It was literally a 1-year deal so that they could get through this Deshaun Watson thing and out the other side and then start rebuilding the program for next season. Okay. So David Cole David Coley was paid $22 million because it was all guaranteed
1: to suffer through this for 1 year. That was the point. David Coley proved to be a leader of men though. He made that team competitive. I, that's what I, I I no think the same thing. But that's what it was by the way. That's no, That's fine. Reckless I mean, reckless
2: speculation ish. That's what it was.
1: I mean, all- I could see the Texans trading the third pick and drafting another rookie later in the first round or whatever it be to compete with Davis Mills and at least give him the shot to take the starting job. Or guess,
2: who do you trade up for in this draft? But we'll get to that later. I don't,
1: no, don't want to get bogged down in the out. draft.
0: Houston, and all of all the things that they have problems with, Davis Mills was not the problem. You got I Brandon know. Cooks, who's an aging vet, your only wide receiver. I, I'm sorry to say, but that's true. Uh, you have... N- a ragtag group of running backs. Uh, o line's actually surprisingly not as bad as it should be. It's not great, but it's not terrible, I guess. Uh, yeah. The defense is just abysmal all around. I mean, even the veterans look terrible. Eric Reed or, or Justin Reed, whatever Reed is there, looked terrible, and he was supposed to be at least decent for IDP purposes. Yeah. Build around your guys. This goes back to the rookie quarterbacks where or, or underperforming quarterbacks. There are some instances where uh, you know, Daniel Jones, maybe you go fix that problem and mm-hmm. Denver go fix that problem. But Jalen hurts led the team to playoffs whenever we didn't think that, or nobody thought he would, why not build around these people instead of replacing them immediately? I I don't understand that. And I'm, I think we need to call this the Justin Herbert effect.
2: Um, because it, it appears if you don't have a Justin Herbert immediately, you need to start rebuilding. Now, I'm getting – I got accused of this bullshit on Twitter because I've uh, criticized Tua, and I think that Tua is not good, but they've also had the worst O-line in the league for two years, like literally graded out worst O-line in the league. Um, so, sure, maybe that's the reason, but I, I just think some of these quarterbacks, why not try to build the team? Because even if you put a quarterback in that situation, you really want a good quarterback surrounded by a bad team. Does that make a lot of sense? No. I don't know why they would do that.
0: Build build your team before you go buy a new quarterback. It's the same thing with Aaron. This is why Aaron Rodgers is so upset because instead of getting them getting him wide receivers, they kept drafting cornerbacks and rotating that out every year, and then they drafted his replacement, basically. Who Aaron looks Rod- like ass? By the way, they're going to need a new quarterback. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, they they, they I I need to it. not kid themselves. They they need a new quarterback still. Because right. the Jordan Love isn't the answer. So back to your Tua thing, because I, I know this is unrelated, but Tua finished as quarterback twenty-four this year, and he did mm-hmm. not play a total of four games. So let's give him, let's bump him up four slots for that. He's uh, quarterback twenty, which is right under Taylor Heineke, uh, Ryan Tannehill, who missed a significant amount of time. Or now, I guess he he played the whole year. Okay, never mind. Derrick Henry missed he an amount of sucked. time. They just sucked. That's right. Uh, Russell Wilson, who missed a significant amount of time. Maybe that's where I was going with that. Jimmy Garoppolo, who missed a couple games and is just Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Mac Jones, who didn't even get to play quarterback the majority of time. Lamar Jackson, who missed a significant amount of time. Derek Carr, who is okay. Wentz, you, you get what I'm saying here. Like those are like the 10 people above him. I'm sorry, I personally think that they should rebuild. That's one team that you gave them two years, and that team with all the draft picks. I I personally thought they were a year away, which their defense proved that they weren't. But Tua proved that they were. Like he went against their defense who built their team and Jalen Waddell, who led their team, and even Miles Trashcan, who actually did some things. Like, I don't know. I agree with you on Tua. He's better we'll than see. Sam
1: Darnold. He is better than Sam
2: Darnold. But Boom. I think I think if you take, you know, if you took Tua in the top five, you expect more from him than what they've gotten so far. But they clearly want to build around him, so we'll see. That's something that we're going to have to deal with going forward. Okay. That's it for topics. Let's get to a couple of news that I just want to talk about before we end this podcast. One is the gigantic rumor that Calvin Ridley might be headed to the Eagles. I think Please. we need to mention that. So Calvin Ridley played with both, uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen hurts when like he was in college. Uh, well, Devonte Smith just a year for Jalen hurts. He played with them for like two, I think. Oh, that's, fine. um, but I don't know. I think that that would be a great fit for the Eagles and for Atlanta. They really desperately need to rebuild. Even though Arthur Smith clearly does not want to coach that team anymore because he says Matt Ryan's going to start next year. Um, why, Why? if you're not an established coach, are you giving your team a – Are you're giving Matt Ryan this, like, grand farewell while the team plays like ass? If you're Mike Tomlin, that makes sense. But Arthur Smith's only been there for two years. I, If I was them, I'd cut bait no. after that season. See, ben Roethlisberger
1: this, also brought two Super Bowls to
0: that's the Steelers.
1: Yes, exactly.
2: Matt Ryan hasn't. So it's like, why are we no. doing this farewell tour next year?
0: So my problem was Ben Roethlisberger should have been replaced like two to three years ago, probably more. Um, hasn't been competitive since the whole collapse of A. B. Livion Bell, really. Um, and I think they knew that, and I don't get why they didn't draft a backup. And this goes back to the same with Atlanta didn't draft a, a a replacement quarterback here. Um Matt Ryan's done. We're all we're all done with it. But uh back to the Ridley topic. This would be a way better choice of one of our three first round draft picks, then most likely one of the three that we're going to fail on in the draft. Cause I bet we'll try to grab a wide receiver and fail on it again. Somehow not trade be 20. one of the, no, we grab the one that isn't even good. That isn't even in the <laughs> top 20. Um, Chris and
2: lobby. Yeah. The pick,
0: pick a guy. Yeah. That, that'll be him. Um, so why not trade one of those draft picks and get like a third rounder too? Cause I don't think Ridley's price tag is quite a first rounder at this point. Um, and give someone Jalen Hurts is comfortable with and give them Calvin Ridley and Devontae Smith on the outside.
2: Mm. I agree. I like it. Okay, Uh, next topic. Um, Do we think Mike McCarthy should be fired?
0: Yes. He shouldn't have a job after the explosion in Green Bay. He won a Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers
1: is a freak of nature. They should have had more if they were coached well. And now to do what he did in Dallas. I mean, and so then he comes is, back. He says next year they're going to be ready. This is the best year yeah. yet to come. It's like, how is this year not that year, Mike? Please tell me.
2: Yeah, they had. This is only the second time an offense that scored 500 or more points during the regular season uh, has not advanced past the first round. The uh, Rams were the other team to do that in 2001, I think.
0: Um. It, I will say they got screwed to play one of the toughest wild card opponents. San Francisco is a good team all around, except for maybe Jimmy Garoppolo. Um,
1: No, I'm not taking anything away from San Francisco, but did you see the report where he came out that it said he could sense that the team was nervous and that they weren't quite right before the game? Well, hey, dude, that's what you get paid to do is to motivate these men to go beat the other team. If they're not feeling right, that's on you a thousand percent. That's, and that's why throw you throw
0: the fired. ball to CD lamb. Like yeah. what? How are you not going to use your best receiver in the game?
2: until the fourth quarter, they didn't throw in the ball. That should be the exact first thing you
0: should do on the team. I'm surprised. Um, I haven't touched on this yet. And I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, the Eagles lost. We all know this. Um, we look terrible, but we did this all year. We played like shit in the first half and then expected to be able to come back. Um, uh, the Cowboys have played pretty great all year and they do this every year I don't know why everyone projects the Cowboys to be the uh, Super Bowl contender or whatever this is just the team that they are until they get themselves a good head coach because in reality they really haven't had a good head coach since the what 90s
1: yeah
2: yeah okay last uh, last new it's not really news it's just a thought um Kyler Murray are we concerned yes. A little bit. Second half of these seasons, man, it's been getting weird. Like, he just does not play like the same guy. I don't really understand it. It cannot be all that DeHop wasn't there. Like, it was just – that playoff game was horrible, but even the games before
0: that, he just didn't look right. Well, he wasn't even throwing to his stars. He was throwing to third-string tight ends half the game, which didn't make any sense to me. I I had a lot of money riding on Zach Ertz there, and I have no idea why he did not get targeted. I – he's literally a sure handed receiver. Give him the ball, get 10 yards. Like I get, whenever you get down, you want to throw the ball down the field. I completely understand that. But I think, I think it all comes down to the injury though. Um, I don't know if he was hundred percent back. Cause he never looked right after that. Really? We'll find out after
2: the season, I guess.
0: He had one good game and it was actually against the Rams ironically. And that wasn't even good. He threw two picks um, in that back half. Whenever he came back from that injury and, in the beginning of the year he was going for 400 yards rushing for 30 yards a game basically in a rushing touchdown and after that he stopped running the ball he <clears> kind of ran a little bit but you think that all is on the table there you want to play you know what i mean i don't know he just he looks scared i don't know if he was worried about getting injured or what but yes definitely concerned something to monitor going into next
2: season i i don't know if i'll be as i'll probably still be high on him I don't want to make uh, that kind of commitment, but I definitely think it's something to to monitor.
0: I think he's one of those guys where unfortunately Stafford's not in the, um, you know, bottom 10 anymore, but I think he's one of those guys where you grab him as like the sixth quarterback off the board. And then you go grab yourself the, whatever the Matt Stafford is next year, that safety yeah. blanket, someone to in case you, it, it doesn't work out kind of thing for redraft purposes. For sure. Okay, well,
2: that's all we got this week. Um, so follow at Offensive Points, follow at IDP Army on Twitter and on TikTok. I am back making TikToks. We'll see how many I can make. It is a time-consuming process. Uh, follow at Semi Pro Fantasy Sports on Twitter as well. Like Joe said, we're going to be going to the Senior Bowl. Uh, a lot of that coverage will be on the Dynasty Tailgate Podcast, which you can also find on the feed for this pro- podcast also go follow the idp army on youtube all we're going to start putting more videos of this podcast on there and we're going to put videos from the t- dynasty tailgate pretty much the entire show is on youtube um at any time that you like go subscribe to that hit the bell and have yourself a good old time joe get us out of here guys it's been a pleasure rolling with you um good night